And from that point on, it was a good old-fashioned drag race <laughs> yes, all, the, all the way to the start-finish line. And uh, Clint and myself were in the booth. I was just standing there. Clint and Mike are going. I'm, <laughs> I turned into a race fan, speechless, uh, not, not wanting to, to walk over the top of them. But, man, what a finish. That was, that was unbelievable. Welcome to Kevin Harvick's Happy Hour presented by NASCAR on Fox. I'm Kevin Harvick, Caitlin Vinci, Mamba Smith, and somehow they let us come back for another week. So, I, uh, yeah, episode two. This we is, made uh, it another week, my friend. Yeah, uh, thanks for the invite back, Unc. You know, <laughs> I, mean, uh, I didn't. I didn't necessarily invite you back, but I'm glad oh. to see you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I can't see your ankles because them shoes are, you know, camera <laughs> I knew yeah. the yeah. shoes well, would get mentioned you know right out of the gate. Here's the deal. <laughs> you made fun of my shoes, and you and Boy have made fun of, my sh- fun of my shoes, so I have gone out and I have purchased new shoes. Wow. And if if it's game on, it's game on. I we might be out of my age range, but I'm going to have unique shoes. You can't see them, though, right? Yeah, I can't right see them. It's the camouflage. The, yeah, they look good. Though. I will, they look good. Your style has really you stepped up. It did. I did. Guard. Caitlin told me, she's like, you're going to like Kevin's shoes. I did give him a little precursor. I didn't yeah, think that they were going to be that, though. Well, I'll see if I can't catch you off guard a few more times. <laughs> Week two, and you're already improving Kevin's style. Well, I'm here to make Kevin look cool, so I That's guess I'm doing right. my job. I'm looking after my outfit. <laughs> Your fit. Yeah. The fire fits. Working on that liquid I'm not gold. I'm sure I'm going to make it to a jacket, <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm to a nice long sleeve t-shirt. Okay. I mean, the born and raised jacket. Look, look it on you. We might be able to wear it. It's from Cali. It's a Cali know. brand. You need to start going back to like the old Jeff Hamilton jackets, <laughs> like the old leather, real thick leather yeah. jackets. Do you have any of those? No, you got, you got one and you're. I've got some. I'm I mean, sure Kevin's got some. Um, he's got all kinds of things. He's yes. a lot of things. Maybe one of those championships. All those, all those championship. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, they all used to be leather, and 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 every once in a while you'd get like just different sponsors that would, whenever it was mm-hmm. cool to have those those jackets. Mm-hmm. There's definitely some sponsor jackets that are leather too. So Bring, may make an appearance. Yeah. We'll have to go look in the Harvick Happy Pod. Yeah, we're happy that you are all here with us for the second episode. Make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on X, Instagram, Facebook. TikTok, Harvick Happy Pod, so you can keep track of all the happenings on our show, of course. Yes. So it. we've got, <laughs> thank you. Uh, the, my work is done. Uh, we got a good show on tap, though, because we're going to recap everything that happened in Atlanta. And of course, there was no shortage of things to talk about there. We'll preview Vegas, we'll do your social observations, Mamba. So that's what's on tap for the show today. Um, the finish at Atlanta yes. was let's, awesome. Let's it's going to go there. down in history, right? Let's it just is. start there. And when you go back and you watch this finish and you watch it unfold, it really, on the restart, I know everybody pushed and shoved and positioned themselves, but it really unfolded when Kyle Busch made a pretty gutsy pass to go into the middle three wide going into turn three. Uh, and that just really didn't allow Bubba Wallace to even play a factor in what was going to happen because those cars three wide like that made him, made him get tight behind him, which, you know, the front end wouldn't turn. He went up the racetrack, slowed Austin Sendrick's momentum down. Oh. And from that point on, it was a good old fashioned drag race <laughs> yes, all the, all the way to the start finish line. And, uh, Clint and myself were in the booth. I was just standing there. Clint and Mike are going, I'm, <laughs> I turned into a race fan speechless, uh, not, not wanting to, to walk over the top of them, but man, what a finish that was. That was unbelievable. That, that didn't work is what got Kyle Busch the win, right? Shooting that gap through the middle. Mm-hmm. And then there were three wide, not just the first three, but there were three wide, like, two rows back. I thought that was that was the coolest thing about it. It was, it was one of those races 
And I told everybody uh, in our production meeting before we even got to Atlanta, I said, this is the most intense race that the drivers will have. Mm-hmm. It's the most uncomfortable you'll be in the car. The back of the car never wants to be in the racetrack. The cars get crazy runs. The stack-ups are twice as bad as, as they are at Daytona because you have to lift getting in the corners because of the bumps, because of somebody being in front of you, because your car gets tight and the front end won't turn or it's loose in the middle of the corner. But think about how many races, I mean, and we have seen this a little bit more, but how many races lately we've seen cars just spin out on their own? Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, Brad Kozlowski, Chris Chris Buescher. Sure. Yep. Um, there was a bunch I, of them. Josh Berry. Kenny Hamlin. And just <laughs> positioning that car was so strategic and so unique because of the fact you saw some of these guys, they'd get the right front fender out and it kind of, the cars were already edgy and it would mm-hmm. plant that right front fender and they would just spin out. We saw a wreck on lap we took one we took yeah we we, we finished lap <laughs> that was we it, it far <laughs> into lap it two far. so that yeah. was that was pretty wild to to see the the cars all stack up there and and um i think we got 16 of them yes yeah, in that 16 first wreck. in that first wreck it was yeah. wild we were having a we were having a nascar sundays out in charlotte while you guys were in atlanta and everyone was like is this normal i'm like no not, not usually not really. usually you make it a couple of yeah, laps in not- but i i mean they were racing so hard and let me ask you kevin like I feel like the way that this track is now, it's going to make you a better driver because it's a mix of mile-and-a-half racing and speedway racing, and you're super edgy. Mm-hmm. So, like, your car control, everyone's car control is really at a max yeah. now at Atlanta. Well, I think the thing that stuck out, one of the things that stuck out to me after the race or even after we'd go to the care center and, and listen to some of those interview, interviews, uh, when we went to Martin Truex's in-car, he talked about how much fun he was having. Kyle Larson had just wrecked, and he talked about how much fun it was because it's such a challenge. It's not like you don't have anywhere to go. You have options, and you have things that happen, and I think Martin had the, what was his quote, Caitlin? His quote was, it's been a surprise party around every corner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I so, think is funny. It's when you hear Martin accurate. Truex talking about things like that, you understand that it's, it's just a, it's created this very unique style of race mm-hmm. that, uh, puts the drivers doing things that they typically haven't done in that style of racing. And, and you know, you saw slide jobs. You saw huge um, just dive bombs from the slingshot. And, and when, those, when those cars would check up getting in the corner, sometimes they'd pass three or four cars. Mm-hmm. But if there's no, no way to get up into, into the middle lane, uh, then, then you'd get shuffled back. So the, the comers and goers, and really before the race started, we didn't really know, would Michael McDowell stay up in the front? Um, did his car have too much drag taken out of it, but he raced up in the Mm -hmm. front for the, for the most part of the day. And, you know, I think a lot of those guys that had the strategy at the beginning of the race to have more handling built into their car, most of them got wiped out in the beginning or had damage at at some point in the beginning because they started in the back of the pack and, you know, Austin Dillon and those guys all stacked up and and wrecked at the front of the pack. So, I mean, that, that wreck really started, um, I would say it started with Todd Gillen when he was trying to hold that space for uh, Michael McDowell to get up into that middle lane because that's that's really the preferred lane at, at that time. I mean, it, and it was going to have the most going to have the most mm-hmm. cars in that particular lane. So it was just an endless amount of stories from the time that they dropped the green flag really until was. the time that the checkered flag <laughs> dropped and when you look at how many people watched the race, how many impressions it got on social media, all the people that were watching were wowed. And yes, they were. I was standing in the booth and still sitting here today. <laughs> I'm in the exact same category. Wowed. We were laughing too at the video of you and Clint in yeah. the booth with your arm around him. Like you just 
thought to do that? Like, were you afraid he was going to just jump through the glass or what was happening? There was a good possibility he was going to (laughs) jump through the glass because, you know, typically you want Mike Joy to call most of the last lap because nobody really wants to hear us call the last lap. Mike does a much better job at that. And uh, Clint got so (laughs) excited and so jacked up and, and it was just, that was all natural Clint. Mm -hmm. And he just, he was going crazy. And I, I put my arm around him because I kind of got Steady up and I'm him. like, oh, this is pretty exciting. <laughs> and he's making me excited. And, and I didn't want to get in the middle of, of those two talking. So I just kind of let it all play out and 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 watch the end of the race and, and listen, listen to those two. But um, I've gone through a lot in the first few weeks. In the you booth, have. Um, yeah. to, to be able to witness one of the greatest finishes <laughs> in NASCAR history. And uh, we've had rain and rain delays and all kinds of, of crazy stuff happened, but it was a, it was a wild weekend. That was, that, definitely that was that moment, you know, when you're watching something really cool happen and you just get sucked into it yeah. and all of a sudden Kevin's getting yeah. sucked in. He's yeah. bouncing with Clint. That was that so moment. True. Yes. We had no idea they were filming us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, obviously. There's always a camera everywhere, right? You start locking the door. Yeah. And people are making comparisons to Lightning McQueen and all the, the memes that were coming out. Yeah. The uh, memes were great. I think uh, NASCAR, NASCAR Chasm made one of Taylor Swift. Yes, for the yeah, Super Bowl reaction. The Super Bowl, and it was that finish, mm-hmm. and I was like, she would probably be that excited. Yeah. yeah. She knows nothing about it. So. You, you never know. Tay-Tay might show up. She's Tay-Tay. been, but Tay-Tay. Tay-Tay? That's what Piper calls her. I know. Okay. I know. Tay-Tay. That's, that's yeah. cute. It's, it's cute it. when he's you say it. Tay-Tay. Well, look, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a girl dad, How so. do you, Yeah. How do you spell that? Um, I mean, really, however you want. Okay. I mean, her right. name is T.A., so I would just assume T.A. T.A.T.A.? T-A? T.A.T.A.? Okay. I was just checking. Yeah. Just don't use any big words. Okay? That's right. If you use any big no words, big words I, I can't spell them. All right. I'm so, going to try and keep my words yeah. real simplified for you. Thank you. Today. Simpler the better. Hey, so, Suarez won, yeah. by the way. We didn't even mention that yet. Daniel Suarez got the big win, seventh yeah. win for Trackhouse. This is such a cool race organization when you look at what justin marks has been able to do with this team and it's still young and it's you know infancy kind of of, of coming along in the, in the sport but this is a huge shot in the arm for them because daniel obviously didn't have a win last year now yeah he's already and when you look at track house you i mean it seems like they've been here for 20 years doesn't it mm-hmm. they've won seven races yeah and mm-hmm. it seems like Half of those races have been spectacular. Hell, even the ones they don't win are spectacular. Ross at, <laughs> Ross at Martinsville, Martinsville was was spectacular. Was Darlington was last spectacular. week at Daytona. Yeah, um, <laughs> you know he was he was right in the mix to 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 win the race. But they're just exciting. And when when you look at their team and the way that they approach things, everything they do is just exciting and fresh, different and, and fun. Um, Ross Ross smashes watermelons when he when he gets out. Daniel. <laughs> Uh, pinata pinata, taco. taco pinata with, with candy <laughs> all over the front stretch. So, um, but I think this was, I think this was aside from all that well time for, for Suarez because of the fact that he didn't win last year. Everybody knows that it's been made well aware that, that, um, you know, this is the last year of his contract. Yep. And, and mm-hmm. I think the timing of that has to be great, right? Yeah, no, I mean, so. for a guy like that to want to, to want to, solidify your spot on your team and he was the guy that the team started with and it kind of felt like maybe Ross was you know what I mean Ross had kind of stepped up to be the guy you count on to win your races and now Daniel's like whoa 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 I was here first I'm here too (laughs) and like Daniel's one of those guys like if 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 he's like a bulldog man like if he has a shot to win like you're gonna have a hard time ripping that out of him and he just gangstered it around the top I mean Big wavos, yeah. Big wavos to get around the top and make that make that move finish off and work. Here, here's the thing I want to see now, though. I, I want to see 
I want to see that momentum continue for multiple weeks, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I want to see if they can take what they did this weekend and turn that into momentum that will be a multi-win season. Right. Because that's, that's really the next step that those guys need is to be able to, we're talking the 99 car, yep, yep. to be able to win multiple races in the season because that's when it becomes hard. Right. When you get into these situations where it's like, all right, I won the race. It's when you figure out, just as William Byron has done, when you figure out how you can win four, five, six races in a year by taking that momentum and and continuing that progression and work and everything that you did to get back into victory lane, how do I carry that enthusiasm and momentum week after week after week? And for me, back in 2015, that was the first conversation that we had after we won the championship. Okay, Jimmy Johnson has won seven, six championships, and and at that time it was six. Um, how do they? What do they do to win so much during the year and keep that same momentum? Well, it's an approach, right? It's it's that sacrifice week after week after week. No holds barred. Don't hold anything back on your preparation. It has to be the same week after week after week. Well, not only is that for the driver, that's also for the team. That's also for the pit crew um, to do that. But to do that 38 weeks a year with 36 points races, two non-points races, to do that for 38 weeks of the year, it's hard. And that's that's what I want to see out of the 99 team next. And but they've got the hard part done. Yeah. Right. They're in the playoffs. But now they can make it a spectacular year if they're able to figure out how to do what they just did multiple times during this season i think one of, for the field one of the most dangerous things is track house uh being aggressive and now they get to be because the drivers want to be that's how they want to race and i mean you look at phoenix for the championship how ross raced uh blaney like they've won two of the last three races no matter how you yeah. shake it whether it was from last year or not like that's right it looks like yeah them dogs are ready to go running for the whole season. So that's a dangerous thing for the rest of the field. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, so we're, of course, talking about Atlanta, Suarez being the big winner. Mm-hmm. I want to talk to you guys, though, about the fact that this race was moved and what you think about having it in this placement. I know you spoke with Ben Kennedy from NASCAR, just kind of getting his thoughts on, in general, the whole weekend and the way it played out. What did, what all did he have to say? Yeah, we just chatted a little bit. I mean, me and, me and Ben, we talk a lot about a lot of different things, but I was just like, man, I really feel like, Everyone is appreciative of the move. Um, I was at uh, William Byron's Daytona 500 party before the week, which was a great was time. Uh, it was a great time. We 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 uh, From what had he fun. Recalls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it was a late night, and uh, I was talking to Rudy. I'm like, Rudy, how do you feel about going back to back super speedways? He's like, Well, the car setup isn't even that close. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh, okay. So that was one thing I thought was, Well, the setups are closer, so it shouldn't be as hard. So that's not it. He's like, but not having to turn around and go out west is really nice. And, like, now we only go we go Vegas, Phoenix, right, instead of L.A., Daytona, and it was Fontana. Ba- yeah, mm-hmm. like, we don't have as many. So that, right. for everybody, I think, able to get their bearings to start of the year is really good. So I think that was a good move. I think having that Speedway race back-to-back, and we heard Martin Truex talk about this before the race, it allowed them to kind of build off of Daytona. Mm-hmm. But the other thing you have to remember, too, this is the first race of the playoffs at the at the end of the year. So this Atlanta race was a was a big moment for the notebook to be able to say, okay, I need to come back here and run well because they're the first the next time they go back there will be their first race of the playoffs. So I think yep. that's a that's a pretty big deal. 
Now the other, the, the flip side of this <laughs> are the guys that didn't have a couple of good speedway races. And when you look at, at, um, well, first off we had five cars this weekend that didn't have damage. The two, <laughs> the eight, the 12, the 38 number. and the 47. <laughs> Not bad. Are the only ones who didn't wreck. Um, so that was, that, that seemed to be pretty much, uh, the, the key to the puzzle <clears throat> to, to just finish the race. But when you look at Brad Kozlowski, Joey Logano, you think, well, they ran at the front. Well, those guys haven't scored many points. Mm -hmm. And now they're, they're 33rd and 36th um, in, in the 33rd and 36th in the points. So Brad Keselowski is 33 points out of 16th. So that's the flip side to this whole thing is getting behind in the points and, and being buried in the points and putting yourself in a position to where you have to play catch up. Because when, when we raced, it was, Hey, ha our main goal at the beginning of the year is let's have solid finishes. If we can win, we can win, but let's not bury ourselves. Right. Mm -hmm. Because if you get home from the West coast and you're 50, 60 points behind, it's a long way back to the top and, and to get yourself in position to, to be in contention for the, for the playoffs and just get to 16th because of the fact that, Everybody's not going to be able to win. Brad Keselowski hasn't won in 100 races. That's hard to believe. Joey Logano hasn't yeah. won since Atlanta of last year. Austin Dillon, same hole. He hasn't won he, in a while. I, I wrote him down because he was 37th of the 500, 22nd in Atlanta. Only five laps he's completed yeah. this year. And that's, these that's, guys will tell you that it's only two races, but that's just not how it works anymore. And, and if you don't win, you have to protect, protect yourself with points. And if you don't protect yourself with points and you don't have those points, it's not going to be long before you have mm -hmm. to start switching that strategy to saying, all right, we're eight weeks in, 10 weeks in, and we're still X amount behind. We need to start throwing a few more Hail Marys right. at Daytona at Talladega at some of these, you know, if you're a good road course racer, yeah, let's, course racer. let's switch the game to, to being a good road course racer. Is our short track stuff good? Like you got to start playing to your strengths to, to say, okay, I need to score stage points and have a chance to win to, to make up those, those big gaps. So as, as good as it is, I think it's the right thing to do to, to stay on the East coast for the teams yep. after Daytona, because you spend so much time preparing for Daytona. It gives everybody a chance to take a breath. Mm -hmm. But you still got to go out west twice, and and so uh, my thing is let's let's we got to get through the west coast swing and not be buried uh, because right now you don't have you you don't have any way to make your cars better. They're just they're going back and forth across the country, <laughs> yeah. and you can you can tune on a few things, but you're not fine tuning much uh, no. because of the fact you just don't have time. And I think that we saw that last year, right? Because uh, Kyle Busch won two races out west last year mm -hmm. if that's correct so i mean they were they were already running well so it's yeah. easy, easier to stay that way um those guys point. fall right into the the conversation that i had about the about daniel suarez in the 99 car you know they went half a year last year yeah dominated they were fast um running up front winning races and just fell off we heard kyle bush talk about that they fell off and uh, i think vegas is going to tell us a lot uh as, as, say, as we yeah. go out there but i think that they got to get through the second, they got to get to the second half of the year. And that's not just start strong. You got to be able to make it through the whole year in order to contend in the end.
So you mentioned Joey Logano, which I am so interested to ask your opinion about the glove because this was one of the most oh, unusual yeah. stories yeah. Yeah. that came this. out of the weekend. Um, and if you missed it, it was pretty pretty strange. A webbed glove, obviously for type of arrow advantage, yeah. holding the hand up in the car <laughs> yeah. for qualifying. Very creative. A plus for creativity. Gotta give it to him. <laughs> yeah. What did you make of this? And like, have you seen something like this before? I love it. I uh, yeah. Look. I know of a lot of stories. I mean, there there used to be guys that would have like a huge piece of plexiglass that would pull that baby up from behind uh, <laughs> the, the door pad, uh, pull that thing up to the to the top of the window net. Dale Jr., if you you might be able to elaborate on this story. <laughs> um, uh, um, and not to say that we didn't have, one. <laughs> uh, but I I I love the innovation part of our sport. I love the it's creativity. True. It sucks when you get busted. Mm -hmm. Um, but when you think of things that, that other people aren't doing to me, that's a feather in the cap. Um, and I think that's a feather in those guys' <laughs> cap because I heard that it was used for multiple years. And wow. if that's the case, kudos they got away to with that and for they, a long time then, but they only got, they only got caught because like, imagine if they would have just got it certified, like you, like, or just like talk to somebody and no one else knew about it, but they, it was a certified piece. Yeah. Because it would take a while for anyone else to know, obviously, for anyone else to notice that that was different. How would you submit that, you think? <laughs> hey, can you not tell anybody else about this? Our deal, but like. Our deal, don't repeat. But it, obviously, the other Penske cars didn't use it, or they just didn't get caught. So would you be mad? Like, if, if I, you were on the Penske team, would you be like, hey, what? Where's, yeah. that, where's that web glove been for me for yeah. the last four years? Well, see, this 100%. is where it's such a, it's a team, but not really. It's an yeah. individual. Right? Might I mean, because there's only so much that true. you can share. So yeah, only I mean, one can win. It might just be Joey's deal. <laughs> yeah. It, Joey might have figured it out himself and, like, no one really Maybe knew. you can find out next week. Yeah. yeah Let's talk to Slice Bread see yeah, what's see up. If, see if everybody had it or if it was just him. Because if it's just him, even more kudos to him. <laughs> I'm, I mean, we've been thrown out. We were thrown out for things all, all through the things. years. But Wait, yeah. I, I'm, I'm all for the innovation and creativity. Are the drivers always aware of all the things that the team is doing? No. No, no, not a time. The problem with the drivers is that most of them, most most of them have a big mouth, <laughs> and so they get into the motorhome lot and it'd be like, "Hey, uh, by the way, did you, uh, you you think you got that spoiler, that same spoiler I got on my car? <laughs> well, I don't know. You got a spoiler on your car? Eh, maybe. I, uh, yeah, you <laughs> got that thing surprising. going on with your intake manifold? Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> I don't know. You can't tell the drivers because they got a big mouth. That's how it works. Well, yeah. It seems like the secrecy would be premium if Listen, you're trying the to wear guys start coming people. in their car. Yeah, absolutely. The less people that know in our sport, our sport, you got to remember the cars are they're 3 feet apart in the garage. Yeah. And it's less now than it used to be, but everybody has a photographer that takes pictures of everybody else's cars, everybody's video and everybody else's cars. They go back and the engineers do nothing but dissect these cars through photography, through mm -hmm. videography, through all the uh, telemetry and things that they have, they spend more time working on watching other watching people. other everybody else's cars than they do their own cars. Um, you have your you have your own department that worries about everybody else, and I think um, you know it's just a it's a it's a fine line between what you tell the driver and what you don't. It's very fascinating. One of the most fascinating parts of the sport. RC RC sure. once told me he said, "Mamba, we can't unlearn what we learned." That's right. And that's the go. problem. Yeah. <laughs> it just keeps, just keeps going. Just keeps going. Speaking of keeping going, we're going to Las Vegas this weekend. Old Sin City on deck for, for NASCAR. First mile and a half, like you said, you yeah. feel like this will be kind of a good barometer, like to get a read on people's program now that the super speedways will be done for now. And 
in the mile and a half. Is I that- do. I, I think that the mile and a half programs are, are obviously very important. They've been great races for us the, through the last several years. I mean, Charlotte, uh, the 600 has it's probably been, been the best race. Yeah. Vegas has had some wild finishes as, as we've gone uh, through the, the last couple of years with this particular car. I think, um, I really think this weekend will tell us a lot. Uh, there's a lot of unknowns. We got the new diffuser in the back that everybody hasn't run, um, uh, especially on the especially on the on the mile and a half racetracks. And and I think um, the the Toyotas and the Fords were designed around the old diffuser. So the rules have been changed to um, this new diffuser and the things that are happening with it. So it'll be interesting to see how those cars react because this is very much a a racetrack that you have to have maximum downforce and good balance on your race mm-hmm. car to make it go from the beginning of the run to the end of the run, bottom of the racetrack, top of the racetrack, behind cars. There are a lot of bumps um, and things that that go into this particular racetrack. So I really think this is going to give us a good idea of, of who is going to be rising to the top on the, on the mile and a half racetracks. In the past, it's been... Joe Gibbs Racing, Penske Racing, yep. and Hendrick; those have been the the three dominant teams. And and I think if uh, one of those teams goes out there, I don't think it'll be the Chevrolets. But we do have a new diffuser, so it could it could change the balance of their race car and the things that they're doing. But I think it'll be a good sign to see where those guys all are with um, how they perform this weekend. Did you like racing out there? In I Vegas? did. Yeah, I, I always enjoy. It. I mean, I'm from the West Coast, so right. going out going out to Vegas and and racing out there. Uh, we always had a lot of fans and a lot of people, but Vegas is Vegas is just a, it's a fun place to go. How many, yes, it is. How many how many times you went out there? Uh, I have no idea. I just know the one Once. we didn't. I know the one we didn't win. Once or twice. The the hub caught on fire. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was the championship. Listen, in, fond memory in twenty fourteen, yeah. like the amount of races we didn't win oh but finished gosh. second. And mind you, my bonuses only came if we won races. <laughs> So it was cool that we were in the playoffs, but my pocket cool wasn't getting all. any bigger. Yeah. So yeah. we lost a lot. But Vegas is going to be cool. I think from to that point, like we're going to see what the rest of the year is kind of going to look like, at least the beginning of it. Uh, it's a more of a standard racing track that we go to. I think it's going to set up for a lot of things. People are going to have to go to work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they don't know. Like, I think it's interesting that the Fords, the Dark Horse, have been so fast in the first two races, but on a more super speedway you know, deal. Um, are they going to be able to manufacture a win out of that? Because they haven't, even though they've dominated the speed charts, they haven't finished it off with a win. The Chevy, both races have been won by Chevys. So, and now the Chevys are going to a place where I, I hear that they're like a little unsure about where they might be with the new bodies of, of Ford and Toyota. So it's really going to be interesting. And I think no one knows. And that's the fun part for us, right? Yeah. For, for, for the, the people at home, I think that the, the difference is they NASCAR has changed the rules uh, with the rear diffuser, which is under the rear of the car. And a lot of the the, the new uh, cars with Toyota and Ford were redesigned with the old style diffuser from last year. And now they're having to go out there with a new right side tire. Uh, they changed the right side tire. They've changed the diffuser. Chevrolet still has the same car, but really none of these teams actually can say, hey, we're we're pretty confident in in what's going to happen. And And when we went out there the first year with this new car, uh, we had some tire trouble because it was so hard on the right rear tire. Goodyear has tried to alleviate some of that stress on on the right rear tire, but uh, we've seen blown tires in practice. We've seen uh, things happen on, on the racetrack because this is a very uh, coarse racetrack. 
uh, from an asphalt standpoint and, and likes to, likes to chew up the tires. So until the racetrack gets rubbered up to a, to a certain point, um, the tire wears is, is going to be high and there is a lot of throttle. A lot this of throttle. A, there's a lot of throttle. It's, I think it's going to be 55 degrees on Sunday, and you are going to have to be. It's a little cooler. It looks like it's you're going to have to be hammer down. You going out there this weekend? Uh, no, I'll be having NASCAR Sundays here in Charlotte. So. I'm sure you've got places you like going in Vegas, though, right? You know what? I stay away from Vegas. That's not really my jam. It's too dry. Too, too dry? dry? Yeah, my people are tropical people. We like a, <laughs> we like like Miami and moisture. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just a great venue, like you were saying, across the board. Like it, it seems like the fans and the community yeah. really gets into it when we come up when we roll into Vegas. Well, it's a destination, yeah. exactly. And people people want to go places where they can do something besides go to the racetrack. The race is fun, mm-hmm. uh, and there are a lot of people that that do camp there. And and I have a lot of friends that come from Bakersfield that uh, or the West Coast that'll just go camp out over there. But I have a lot of a lot of friends that will. Uh, just go over there and stay in a hotel and mm-hmm. not go to the race until Sunday morning. <laughs> so if they make it, if they make it, if they make it. So I'm looking forward to to standing up in the booth and and calling the race because it's it's a very intriguing time of year and coming off of all the momentum. I think there's a lot of false hope. Yeah, a lot of false. Yeah, hope. yeah, yeah, yeah. False hope. Like yeah, and and I think when you look at look at the way that some of the things have shaken out over the first two weeks, there's a there's a lot of false hope that that sits atop of the the points chart and. You know, I think this um, this will be this could be a reality check in, in for a few people. It's wild that when we were talking about guys like Austin, even Denny, and and Ke- like that whole leaderboard is gonna flip. About yeah. it'll take a few weeks, but mm-hmm. if it doesn't, like if they can't get it back going, it's it's hail mary time before we even get halfway through the year. Like you gotta yeah. just start going for wins because or else you won't make it. And a lot of people, like you said earlier, just don't know what they need to work on. Yeah, they don't they, know yet. They don't know. And they might go out there, and some of the people that we're talking about that we think are going to dominate, they're going to lay an egg. And uh, if they do, they're going to be there's going to be some panic. And then the next week, we're going to go right to a short track uh, and, and see see what you've got from from that particular standpoint. So totally different aero package, smaller spoiler on the back, new diffuser, a lot of different things from from the uh, two uh, super speedway races we've been to so far. So who are you watching? Like, do you have an early prediction on a team that's you think going to rise to the occasion or maybe the opposite? Really well, uh, you know, the, the Penske cars have been good. Uh, that, I mean, Las Vegas has been a very good racetrack for, for them. them. So yeah. if they don't all three go out there and have a good weekend, I think that they've got, they're going to have some work to do. Um, I expect them to, I expect Blaney and Joey Logano, Austin Sendrick. I think he finished fifth there last year. I expect those guys to go out there and and have a good weekend. The Hendrick cars, same thing. Alex Bowman, he needs to win, and it's been two years at Las Vegas since he won. And I I I think that the Hendrick cars are are going to be strong. And I think that the the complete unknown in this is is Toyota laying in the weeds. Are, are, I mean, is their car does it make that much downforce and be able to? Uh, will it be able to do what we all think it's going to be able to do from a downforce standpoint and, um, you know, be dominant because they have gone out there and been dominant before. Uh, it's, it just seems like a Joe Gibbs, Joe Gibbs racetrack. So I look for Christopher Bell. Um, He's fast there. You know, I think, I, nice I, I think if the car balance is, is where it needs to be, I look for Christopher Bell to be strong and that, that would probably be my early pick. He's getting some extra seat time. He's running the truck race. He's back yeah. with us in the trucks. So that'll be cool. Do you have a team you're watching? Listen, I really, I've figured out that I can't pick 
if I pick people, they usually end up ranking. Yeah. Yeah, I was okay. really heavy on Harrison Burton and Daytona. My guy didn't you make Corey it. Corey LaJoy or yeah, I could, but, you pick Corey and it worked out for you. Yeah, one time, <laughs> one time. But I, I feel bad because every time I tell them on pit road, I'm like, hey man, I I picked you this week, and it's then like it usually it that's where you're work. going wrong. Oh, is that just, where it goes yeah. wrong? Don't tell You're like them. a typical driver. You just got to tell somebody. You just got to keep that stuff to yourself. And I then just, afterwards, you say, hey, buddy, I picked you. I just want you to know. That way, if they wreck, you can kind of guard yourself, and they don't give you any grief about picking them. That's true. Yeah. Right? But, but I, want, I want them to know that I support, you know, I'm supporting them. I'm, yeah. I'm laying my... tell them afterwards. Yeah, but then they're like, no, you didn't. Yeah. You know what I mean? So... It's but now you have proof. So. Now I got proof. It's All right. a who, slippery who are you, slope. Who are you supporting? Uh, I think I'm going with the track house. I'm going with Team Track House. I think they're going to. So you're going to pick two guys? No, I'm picking the team. The whole team. The whole just team. The whole nothing team. but the team. Everybody. Okay. Justin Marks and all. You're just watching the whole program. Yeah, the whole program. Well, that's not how this works. You got to pick one. So uh, is it the I'm 99 Kyle to Bush. one? You're, see, she's going, Kyle you're going Bush. Kyle Bush. I'm going to go. I'll go. I'll go one. One. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good pick. I just think he's trying to show everyone that he's back. Yeah. I would agree. Yeah. I'm going with Kyle. He's a Vegas driver. What I do find interesting is he is not one on a mile and a half track in the next gen car. Hmm. Did you know that? Uh, wait, I Cal- did not know I that. I guess California is a good one. Yeah. Cal- Fontana doesn't count. I mean, it's, I guess it's big. Like, is that too big? Is that too big? I, this is on Russell's notes. So okay. I'm going to go. Well, well, I mean, America. Russell, Russell does Fontana count? Make some errors. So I, that's, <laughs> that would be my favorite. My favorite part. If 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 Russell has an error, we need to definitely make sure that we exploit that error. <laughs> oh no! Is the, I did not mean to do this to you, Russell. Sorry. Fantasy <laughs> player I've ever seen in my life, and him and Clint are on the same fantasy team, and it makes oh. makes me. It's a little frustrating. On a team? A yeah, they have this DraftKings, DraftKings league. He can't be in DraftKings. I got, I'm banned. He's banned. I'm banned. banned for a year from DraftKings because apparently I was a professional athlete. Yeah, surprise. I had Who an knew? athletic bone in my body, but <laughs> you wrestled for a little bit. I've yeah. seen the yeah. singlet. Wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. That was all grit. Was, I was a wrestling was no athleticism. Oh, okay. manager for our high school team, by the way. You were we a wrestling com- manager for, for our team? high school team. If you were a sports med student, you had to work on a team and take care of their injuries and a score their match. bed student? Sports med. med. Oh, sports Medicine. med. I, I thought you said bed. I was like, sports bed. And I'm like, <laughs> nope. I, not a, what am I missing here? Not sports yeah. medicine. Me. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So we I had wrestling in common. Who knew? Sports med. Uh, what was the most common injury? The, you always had to tape the wrists. Tape the wrists. The wrestlers always got their... I had my wrist taped. Or nosebleeds. Yeah. You guys, ears, your ears Banging look heads. gross. What's that? Your Paul? ears always look gross. It's the cauliflower ear. No, no, not yours are fine he now. Have them. Gear? No, yeah, but doesn't that what? Isn't that what? When makes you're 98 it gross? pounds yeah. wrestling, you, you don't bang heads hard. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you didn't really. Okay. Have any cauliflower ear? <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. All right. Huh? What do you got on your social segment this week? <laughs> we're gonna take a turn from wrestling we're, to social. We're into social. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna. Uh, I want to start with um, the roof flies off. Bailey Curry's truck while we're racing in Atlanta. If you guys weren't watching the truck race, you missed uh, a great time. And all of a sudden, something's flying in the air. And normally, if that's like, <laughs> it's normally like a hood, maybe like yeah. a hood pin breaks. And they zoom in, and it's like, oh no, that's that's the top of his truck. Like yeah. it's gone. Like I know that there's no way that's happened to you before. I've I've never had my roof blow off. No, so <laughs> I have, I've never, I've had my hood blow up over my window and the, and the hood fly off or side window blow out. But I, I don't know that I've ever seen somebody's roof actually blow off. Did yeah. you guys see how perfectly square it was out of, off the car? I did. Like, I'm like, so to me, I'm like, sounds a little sus. Yeah. Sus is suspicious, sus. I, I saw by the, the way. pictures of the truck <laughs> it and it looked like, 
it looked like the the left top corner of the whole windshield caved in. Yeah. And then the window blew underneath of it. Yeah. And then the whole roof blew off. So <laughs> I'm not sure on the, on this one. You don't one. look very convinced. On I'm not convinced. Yeah. Well, he's not even. You know, what I, I, means, I, right? yeah. I mean, yeah. Look, we've we've tried to uh, manipulate everything on a race vehicle. So if the roof blew off, it wouldn't surprise me <laughs> if it was intentional. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if he wins, if he wins in Vegas, you know what you should do? You should pull a Kevin yeah. and get on the roof and pat it down. Just oh, that like was you did. Phoenix. I know you did at Phoenix, but that's your move. That was because that was because the back window caved in it at Vegas. Remember? Yeah. Oh, I remember because yeah. everyone thought we were going to make the the championship. And yeah. no, no, no. Well, we just followed that up with another one. That yes. was that was always the most fun when you when everybody would say, "Oh, yeah, they got caught cheating. Uh, they did this or that," and then you'd go the next week and win. That that that, that and it just gave you extra motivation. Yeah, oh, I to bet. Just cram it right where the sun doesn't shine. Every, everyone loves that. <laughs> Tell everybody all about it. So, uh, my second piece this week. I know most of y'all saw. I am Kevin Harvick on mm-hmm. Fox Sports. It was great. I rewatched it. I might have shed a little tear. Oh, I haven't well, seen it yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, was, it was great. Uh, yeah. But you you actually posted about Piper and going racing with her. I did. And I want to know, so, like, I love it. You know I love Piper. But my question is, being a, being when you're teaching Keelan mm-hmm. and now you're to Piper, like, I feel like it's different. Do you, do you teach him the same way? Buddy. Because Piper listens more than Keelan does. Different is an understatement. Okay. So here's how this went. So Friday, I said, oh, man, I'm, I'm so excited. I get to take Piper to the go-kart track. We're going to spend some time together. It's raining. We're going to have some fun. She likes driving her go-kart in the rain. she got a new go-kart. So we go up there. And we're driving up there. And, and she, um, she says, um, Dad, what, what, are we, what are we doing today? I said, well, here's what we're going to do today. She said, Dad. I don't need any advice. I don't need you to tell me anything today. Oh. I want to have fun. Billy is my crew chief, and I prefer that he tell me everything that I need to do and not you. <laughs> so we go out there the first practice. In the first practice, she goes out, and it's in the rain. She does fine. We, got, we go, come in. We talk about everything, and, and I'm talking, and she's like mean mugging me. And I'm like, man, this is she's serious about this, not not talking to me. We come in and she just goes out there and lays a complete egg. And with Keelan, I mean, I would just rip him, right? Right. He'd come in and I would rip him up one side, down the other, and and he'd stand there and he'd go back out and he'd have his best session. I said, Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna push the needle here a little bit, and just see how she reacts. And well, it didn't go well. Uh, <laughs> she came in and I started telling her that she was doing this wrong and this didn't go right and you need to listen. And we got back to the, by the time we got back to the garage, she was like frustrated and crying. And I'm like, oh no. Oh no. So I just sat in the corner the rest of the day and, and I didn't even really, I didn't even really get wound up. Like I would, it would be terrifying if I got wound up like I did at Keelan. And Girls so, are sensitive. Yeah. Kevin. So I, I'm, yeah. I'm learning quickly. <laughs> FYI. We were at the go kart track that we could get a little more, we could get a little more intense, but that was not the case. Not all. Oh. And so um, Keelan, he was out testing his legend car. And so he came home and we we're in a car. And I said, Well, did you have fun today, Piper? And she's like, Yeah, I had fun. And Keelan started saying something. She, he started interrupting her. And she was, she was kind of frustrated because of the fact that, you know, it'd been a, it'd been a little more chaotic than it probably needed to be. And she looked over at Keelan. She said, Keelan, shut up. Quit being a butthole. And I'm like, well, this is just not beyond how I thought it was going to go today. Yeah, everything. Um, the wheels are coming off yeah, the whole the wheels, thing. The wheels had come off bad. But apparently everybody had fun on Saturday. And and um, she finished third and had a good time. Here we so. go. Yeah, it all it all turned around on, on Saturday. So. That's all that matters. But it was, it was an intense Friday. It yeah. sounds like it. Yeah. 
It's sweet they're both into the racing though. That's kind of It's cool. good for her. She's mm-hmm. um she's she's into the go-kart racing and piano. Oh. So it couldn't couldn't really be more opposite. Yeah. Good man. Where'd she yeah. get that sass from? Is that you or I'm I wife? blame it all on her mom. Okay. Absolutely. One hundred percent Delana. Yeah, I don't know. I've seen a couple of clips of you and Biffle. I was gonna say you don't you think you've got a fiery and, side in you? I don't know. Well, she she just has this and I don't even really know how to deal with it. Like I look at her and I'm like, <laughs> I don't even I, I don't want to yell. I don't want to raise my voice. I don't want to give any intense criticism. So I tried to tell it in a polite way, and that doesn't work either. So it's I'm learning. I'm the, the, the daughter-son approach is drastically different. So I'm still working on exactly what we need to do that's, that's right here with Piper. So it's an evolution. As that's I tell right. parents all the time, it's an evolution of trying to push the buttons of what works and what doesn't work. And, yes. and you just don't want them to not like you. But yeah. there are moments where you have to step in and, and make sure you correct what they do. But she's still a little, probably a little bit too young for uh, any of the intense, intense uh, comments or anything happening mm-hmm. yet. So we're just going to go out there and have fun. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's funny. She kind of like gives you a little sass. I feel like she's probably the only one that does that and you don't get oh, really irritated. Trust me, there are sometimes I stand there and I'll, I'll look at Delana and I'll look back at Piper and I'll look at Delana and I'll be like, <laughs> Well, I don't really have anything to say because I'm afraid if I say something right now, I don't know if you're going to jump me or you're going to jump me. So I'm just two gonna, against one. I'm just not going to say anything. <laughs> not good. And Keelan doesn't help. No, I've yeah. been there. I've been there at dinner. He, 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 he is the he, biggest antagonizer that there is. Yeah, he antagonizes the crap out of her. Didn't someone antagonize Brad Kozlowski once and push him in a Sometimes fight? you just have to shift the message. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to shift the message, right? You so gotta, I can't imagine where he got that from. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, anyways, guys, this was a good second episode. It's fun conversations. We're doing our last call now, though. So you, I know, had a really cool interview earlier today. Tell we us did. about it. Yes, we had Bill and Tyler Jordan from, from Realtree on. And I thought it would be great for the fans to be able to Here's some of those stories that that Bill had because Bill is very involved with a lot of the drivers throughout the years. Uh, we would go on great hunting trips together and has been a, was a longtime sponsor of Richard Childress Racing and Dale Earnhardt. He was on every single race that I ever ran in a wow. car. He was my first sponsor at RCR and Realtree, the Realtree brand was on every single race. So I think you'll really enjoy uh, some of the stories that he has, whether it's, um, you know, about myself or Dale or Bobby the Bonnie or some of the, some of the stuff that, that we talked about on the episode. So it was great. Uh, it was a great interview. Nice. Look yeah. forward to hearing that Thursday. It'll be on the show. Be on Thursday. So what's your last call? What are you looking forward to this weekend? Huh? Uh, my last call, I'm looking forward to just another great day of racing, a weekend of racing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been really good so far. Every year, the last few years, I feel like I've been like, man, this is the best year ever. And then the next one starts, I'm like, man, this, this might be the best year ever. Like, it starts getting a little better. <laughs> I want, Kevin, I, you know what I want, you know what I want you to do for me? What? I want oh, you to start boy. sliding in a word for me into the broadcast every, every week. Oh, okay? man. Yeah. Is it one that you pick? Yeah. Yeah. This, right. So many people play this game in TV. This I know. is funny. I love it. Well, you give me a word. You text me, you text <laughs> I'll me text Friday. Yeah. Because you know I'm not going to create it. I'll have to no. find a dictionary or ask Siri. Yeah, you Precipice. just got to. I'll let you know what it means. I'll let it's Precipice. Precipice. <laughs> that might be the one. <laughs> That could be a game that you guys play, and then we'll have to see if I can if I can. Does qualifying broadcast count? Yeah, sure. Yeah, anything. Okay. Yeah, yeah. anything yeah. Goes, I have a right? lot more leeway on the qualifying broadcast because we have more time. Yeah, it'll be more fun probably too. Yeah, because yeah. like, where that come and from? And the great part, if it's really confusing, I can't wait to see the confused look on Clint's face. That's that's part of it. <laughs> yeah, and Michael just... probably look over at me like, 
where did he learn that one? <laughs> there is no way that the education comes from this booth like that. Yeah. Mike is going to start, yeah. he's going to start getting educated too by adjacent. There you go. Yeah. So stay tuned on yeah, the word update. Stay tuned update. on the word, we'll of, the, word of the week. All right, it's a surprise. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Surprise. Whatever it is on Friday, we're going to incorporate that into the broadcast on Saturday. Love it. All right. All right. This has been fun, guys. Another episode in the books. Make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow along on social media as well, on X, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Harvick, Happy Pod. We'll see you next time.